This is episode 23 on my deep desire for us to not be broke. You're tuned in to Chats with Kat, where I catch up with my fellow millennials every week to discuss topics related to culture, relationships, self-improvement, and everything in between. The most authentic way of building true connections is by being vulnerable and sharing our own unique perspectives. So let's start right here, right now. A big part of financial freedom is having your heart and mind free from worry about the what-ifs of life. That is a quote by Susie Orman, the financial advisor and guru that has helped millions of families navigate their financial landscape and has basically freed millions of people all over the world from debt and just a really bad relationship with money in general. Thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. I am pretty excited about what we're going to chat about this week because it's something that I'm dealing with right now and this is all stemming from my current life situation and the things that I'm pondering about and I'm really hoping that some of the things that I talk about now can kind of save some of you from having to go through the what-ifs that I'm going through right now in life and uh, I guess I should start off with talking about how all of this even came to be. So as you guys know, I live in New York City right now and I live with my grandma. However, I have been saving over the past few months and Frank and I have been, you know, pretty serious about getting our own place and we've set on finding a place in Brooklyn. So I've been looking calmly. I'm just not in any rush in particular, but I figured if the right opportunity came up, I would, you know, pursue it. So I periodically look on Street Easy and Naked Apartments just to see what's going on and Gypsy Housing too on Facebook. But last week on Thursday, I was on Street Easy early in the morning and I saw that there was an apartment that was just listed an hour ago. And it was a 500 square foot beautiful apartment in Flatbush that had a ton of natural light. It was a nice building and it was only... (laughs) mind you I'm saying only but this is New York rent it was only $1,500 for a studio that was not falling apart I know that's a lot of money but in New York $1,500 in a decent neighborhood with working appliances and good lighting and windows and sun and all of that is actually around this price so typically it's actually a little more expensive so that's why I jumped on it when I saw it, I was like, oh shit, 1500 for a studio and the apartment looked dope. I was like, let me jump on this because I know everybody's going to go crazy for it, which they did. So I figured out a way to contact the realtor on his phone. I didn't even message him through that because I figured that would not work because I knew that everybody was going to go crazy for this apartment. So I managed to get him and he's like, oh, let's have a viewing tomorrow. So I go over there with my dad and we got pretty excited about it. We went to see it. It was really, really nice. Um, it seemed to be everything that I needed. However, once the realtor began speaking logistics and money and all of that, I was kind of like, oh shit. Okay. This is a lot. Uh, this is an investment. I didn't know that this is what it would be like. So, First of all, to get an apartment here in New York, you have to typically have, you know, a minimum income that has been increasing due to gentrification throughout Brooklyn and a lot of other 
boroughs, but in particular Brooklyn. So I don't make a ton of money, but I don't make too little money, if that makes sense. The only reason why I'm not saying how much money I make is because I don't want to make anybody feel any particular way. Like if you make less than me, I don't want you to think that, you know, you make too little or this or that. Like I'm just going to keep that neutral. But so basically I did not qualify with my income alone for this apartment. So I was like, okay, well they accept guarantors, but the guarantor needed to make 80 times the rent, which meant that the person signing on my behalf or that was guaranteeing my, you know, basically like just saying like, hey, if anything happens, like I'll sign off on this. That person needed to make six figures. And in my family, there's nobody who's making six figures right now. So I have nobody in my family that I could turn to for that kind of, you know, security. So the other option, oh, and then also a little bit about Frank's background is that he was in finance. He was in there for a while. He quit his job and he's pursuing his passion right now, trying to figure out what he's going to do in the world. And he's just kind of living off of the money that he planned and saved for, for, you know, up to five years, which is decent. But when you're looking for housing, they actually want W-2 and tax forms. They don't care that you have money in the bank or whatever. Like they want to see that you're working. So he didn't even actually count. So it had to just be me on the lease. So they were like, okay, well, the only way you're going to get this apartment is if you give us six months rent, which means that I was going to have to front nine G's aside from the security, which was 1500 plus the broker's fee, which was 15%, which was like, twenty seven hundred dollars or something like that is what the guy said so you're talking hella money like this is a lot of money you know and i'm there just trying to keep a straight face but um you know i was like well you know i'm gonna talk to my family i'm gonna figure out something and my parents were just like hey you know if you did need this money and if you actually want to go through with this like we can you know give you the six months deposit and then you just pay us the six months and then you just pay after that which I thought was super super nice and very generous of my parents and just uh amazing in the sense that you know a lot of people don't even have that opportunity to have their parents loan them money like that but after all of this I was just like oh my god I started thinking about how prepared I am for adulthood. Am I actually prepared for this shit? Is this how it's supposed to be? Like, is this what I have to anticipate? All of this back and forth and all of these crazy requirements just to get a studio apartment? Like, I'm not even talking about a one bedroom or anything. Like, it's a it was a cute studio, decent, and it was clean. But let me tell you, it was not anything out of this world. There's no doorman. There's no gym. There's none of that shit. So this is just like a very basic studio apartment and all of these requirements are being set on me or on the tenant or whatever so i'm just kind of like damn well if i'm feeling like this how prepared are other people am i the only one in this situation or are other people my age kind of in the similar predicament and then i began to think about what our futures are going to be like if this is what the standards are going to be you know and that's why i kind of wanted to start talking about this because i think that for me, this is all stemming from me just not really being financially literate. And I'm being quite honest when I say that, like, I didn't grow up really knowing anything about money. Um, I never thought that it was something I would necessarily have to pick up on in this way. I don't necessarily come from a family that has 
not even necessarily, I don't come from a family that has a lot of money that has never had a lot of money. So my relationship with money has always been attributed to struggle and frustration and just limitation, really. Although I have been blessed in a lot of ways where, you know, like my father paid for my schooling, but he basically saved up all the way through my adolescent years like since I was a kid I guess up until I graduated college to save that money and you know I don't have I I don't have student loans or anything like that so I am blessed in that way and I do acknowledge the fact that I have a lot of advantages that a lot of people my age don't have and that's what you know kind of worries me even more is because I'm like well if I don't have all of these things to worry about and I'm basically being put in a position where I may not be able to make it on my own if I didn't have my parents to front me the money like I legit would not be able to get that apartment I wouldn't be able to even though it's not anything out of this world so I would have to settle for an apartment that's in a neighborhood that I probably wouldn't want to be in or that's in conditions that I would prefer not for it not to be in or whatever so I'm just empathizing with my peers with you guys with everybody else that's out there that's just like making the same amount of money as me if not less with more of a financial burden than I have right now and I'm just thinking like shit how could I have prepared myself better for the life that I'm living right now like what could I have done three years ago two years ago or even one year ago that would have changed my stress level for this very moment because yeah look I started to save towards the end of last year but the amount of money that I have saved is nothing really it's nothing in comparison to the amount of money that I should have saved for this kind of transition I feel like in all honesty, I'd, I'd make it and I'd figure it out, but it's not like I would have an abundance. Like, it's not like I would have an, a nest egg there that if anything happens, I'd have like, you know, a few G's there lined up. Like I would have a little bit of money, but it's not anything out of this world. So I'm just kind of thinking like, well, if I would have thought long-term three years ago, I would have started to save a little bit here, a little bit there, even or even one full year ago. I could have transitioned and I could have made a lot of different decisions that would have prepared me for where I am today. And I think that the reason I didn't do that was because for a long time, I I didn't even think about the future because I really didn't know what I wanted in a lot of ways. Like, how easy is it to spend the money that you have right now when you don't have anything to look forward to? Like, if you don't have a project that you're saving up for or a trip or or this or that, like, of course, you're going to spend it. You're going to see a, a pair of shoes. Or you're going to want to go out and spend money on, on drinks or whatever and whatever. Like, there goes your money. But when you have something to look forward to and that, you know, like a vision that you, you have that you remind yourself of all the time, you're more likely to save money. So because I didn't have a vision for so long, I kind of just threw my money away for years and I spent my money frivolously. I talked about this before in one of the episodes where I was just spending a ton of money on a expensive car that I had no business driving and that you know included also insurance and tolls and gas and maintenance and all this extra shit like had I just been more frugal or had I been more you know minimal in the in the in the way that I was living my life at the time I could have saved thousands of dollars for my future and the thing is that because I didn't know again like because I didn't know what I was going to do in the future or like I didn't have a vision, I didn't really care. I figured I'd cross that bridge when I get there, but that's really not the point of view I should have had. I should have had like the perspective of, well, I know I'm going to want to do big things in the future. 
I know I'm going to want to change my life style. I know I'm going to want to change my lifestyle and I'm going to want to include this or that. Like there were general things that I knew I would want, but I didn't find them important enough to invest in them at the time, little by little incrementally. So now fast forward to me being 25, living in a new city and wanting my own place in one of the most expensive cities. I'm like, wow, I wish I would have prepared for this. Like I wish I would have had a little bit of money that I that accumulated over the years that I could tap into now and feel more comfortable in the decisions that I'm about to make because I would have had more of a security, more of a, you know, just like a nest egg and and just something that would make me feel like I had my own back and that I didn't have to rely on, you know, credit cards or anything like that because that's another thing. Because I didn't grow up financially literate and because I didn't find any of this to be important I always kind of just lived recklessly with how I spent my money in terms of like spending it all and then having to borrow later you know and having to put things on credit cards and then having the credit cards accumulate because I wasn't paying things off fast enough like It was always just like this terrible cycle of like not having enough money, putting it on a credit card and just like dismissing everything, not paying attention to anything, not checking anything like whatever, who cares? It'll get resolved eventually. It's not that important. Like whatever, whatever. I'm young and I am still young, but now I'm like, well, I'm not 19. I'm not 21. Like I'm 25 now and I would like to do certain things that I don't feel like. I 100% can at this moment and it's not to say that I will not do them because the way that I've begun to perceive things is just you know I have the ability to create abundance in my life and to to create opportunities in my life that will bring me financial freedom and I know that for sure but it wouldn't have hurt to have a few G's in the bank you know like I've been working since I was 15 like the fact that I didn't have any money saved up is incredible. There's, there should have been something to show for it. And I just wonder if there's anybody out there that, you know, was kind of thinking like me, where they didn't have anybody to tell them, you know, hey, you should probably save that. Or, you know, maybe they did. Like, I know for me, like my dad would always be like, oh, you should save money. But I didn't really listen to him because he didn't really break it down for me or sit down with me or, you know was impatient with me in that way he would just always be like save your money save your money and I was always like whatever I do whatever I want I worked for this which was true but I do understand what he meant now and you know um I I can only reflect on my decisions and blame myself for the position that I'm in right now although yes like I said my my family didn't grow up with money and there wasn't many things that were passed down to me in terms of that or you know like advice that I was given that could really prepare me for for this but it's just like I I could have opted out of doing a lot of things that I did not opt out of doing and not that I necessarily regret anything because obviously all of my past decisions have led me to where I am right now but I know that my life would have been a lot easier at this very moment at this pivotal moment in my life had I just had the foresight to know that this time would come and for those of you who don't necessarily have a thing that you're working towards or have a project that you're trying to fund or whatever I just want you to take this episode and take this this chat that I'm having with you as uh advice as advice to kind of 
monitor yourself and to understand that there will come a time where you will be able to use that money for something really important. And obviously like that, that could come in handy for emergencies or, you know, to help somebody out that's in a bind, but it could mostly come in handy for you having the ability to finance yourself to, you know, finance a project or an idea or to invest in a home or to put down, you know, a decent down payment for rent or something that'll give you the peace of mind that nothing can make up for. There's nothing like a peace of mind, honestly. My mom always used to say that. Oftentimes the chatter that we have in our minds comes from the preoccupation of having to worry about money. Like if you knew that everything was taken care of for X amount of months or that you had this much money there and this and that, like you could focus more on the things that that, that require all of your attention. But because so often, you know, at least in my particular instance, like for years, I was always just kind of like fucking myself over where I'd always have to be resolving an issue that I just put myself in as opposed to always, you know, like just living solution based and like prioritizing and planning and doing all of that for my own sake. Like I should have had my own back for this. I should have, you know, thought like, okay, there's going to come a time where there's going to be something that I really love and that I really want to do. And I want to make sure that I that I got myself like I that I proved to myself that like all this hard work that I'm doing was for something I can look back and I can say like I've traveled a lot and I've done this and I've done that and I've paid for that but you know like there was more that I could have done and I have nobody to blame but myself but I don't want to fall into the you know the idea of like oh we're all screwed and this is just the way that it is like I do have some responsibility for this and at the same time the landscape is changing life is getting more expensive and our salaries aren't rising. But at the same time, I think that this is also the perfect opportunity for us as young people to begin to shift the way that we spend our money and the way that we perceive money in general, because it's like, okay, well, we're going to need housing. That's something that we can't avoid. We're going to need housing. We're going to need transportation. We're going to need this and then we're going to need that. So there are some things that we're going to have to fall back on that will then give us the opportunity to save for the things that aren't necessities. And... (laughs) growing up in Miami I don't know I just always saw you know the luxurious things and I guess I I fell into the trap of like wanting the better things but I did I I wanted that at a time where I couldn't really afford it I should have just been saving my money and really getting myself in a position where I could have propped myself up and I could have avoided headaches in the future for so long, I avoided looking at my bank statements. I refused to look at what I spent over the weekend because everything was just like super uneasy. Every time they look at my bank account, it was like, oh God. And then I just closed it out. Like I didn't want to deal with it, but we have to deal with it. At some point, we're gonna have to deal with it in order for us to understand our habits, our spending habits and what we need to do to get ourselves in a position where we're comfortable. I feel like I wish I wouldn't have had to rely on anybody to give me that money or to ask my parents or anything. But I mean, I do have them. So that's the, that's the cool thing. But a lot of people don't have their parents to just like throw them a couple stacks to like hold them over or whatever. Like that's that's not the typical scenario for a lot of people. And we have to have our own backs in these in these situations. Like we we have to reprogram ourselves and we have to call ourselves out and, you know, be. Be mindful of the fact that like if we don't face money 
and that we if we don't actually take a hold of it it's just gonna take a hold of us and money at the end of the day is the key to our future and if we're financially stable i mean like we don't have to have a shit ton of money but like yo like if we have enough money to to make sure that we're not worried for for right now then we can really begin to work on our dreams and the things that we want to bring into our everyday life that will eventually also make us money because that's just the way that life works when you're when you're aligned with the things that you love sometimes when you're aligned with the things that you love oftentimes opportunities will come up that'll you know give you extra cash and provide you with opportunities to to bring in more money into your life but you can't do that if you're stressing about about everything about what you're going to do next or this or that so i mean when mishaps occur or when a decision needs to be made about housing like me right now it's like oh my god everything's up in the air kind of or i know like if i take out money from if i get money from my parents i'm gonna be you know like super worried about making sure that everything's okay with them and like i never miss a payment with them or that you know like whatever the case may be whatever it is like it's just really important to to feel like you're you're doing something like you're saving for something like like it's not all just going down the drain which is where I think a lot of the frustration comes in when people talk about work or this or that it's like oh I got paid today and it's already all gone like that sucks that feeling sucks because at the end of the day like the hours that you spend at work that's hours you're never gonna get back so you might as well have something to show for that I think it's shitty when you work 50 hours a week and then you it all goes to 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 bills and everything or like you know just things that you don't even really acknowledge or even understand that that's where your money's going through but or even understand where that's where your money is going to but um having having something to have to have a sense of preparedness is fucking crucial it's fucking crucial and it's something that like is basically that's something that i'm just dealing with right now as somebody who's like okay like i guess i'm in the trenches of adulthood right now because these are important times and it's not easy it's really not easy out here and i mean i have a decent paying job so um, i shouldn't have to ask my parents for this or that like i should be okay and this is still not making it so we have to begin to think about how we're going to prepare ourselves for the for the way that our society is set up right now at some point even if you're like if you're living with your parents right now at some point you're gonna want your own place like we have to be able to think about how we're gonna get ourselves to that place where we can support ourselves and sustain independent lives because you know i've i love my grandma and i've loved you know having this experience with her but i'm at this age where i'm like okay like i really don't need to be living in a under anybody's roof anymore I need to just have my own place and, and, you know, live out being an adult and having my autonomous and having my, my, my space where I can do whatever I want. But you have to be prepared for that. That's not something that comes easy, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, there's just like nothing more frustrating than sitting idly due to a lack of funds, you know? And I feel like, this is just the first time that something like this is going to pop up in my life but in the future I don't want to be put in a position where I can't make a decision because I don't have the 
the money to back myself. And I don't want you to be in a position like that either. That's frustrating as hell. And that's what that's what pushes a lot of people to do things that they wouldn't typically do. When people are stressed out about money, they just they stop being themselves like their happy selves, because how can they be? They, they have to worry about maintaining a roof over their heads or, you know, feeding their children or feeding themselves or whatever. I don't want I don't want the future to be bleak for us. I don't want it to be where we're all kind of fucked up over in terms of our ability to to be happy and not be limited by finances i understand completely that right now it's not easy out there just finding a job and it's not easy to find a decent paying job but for those of you who are lucky to have a decent paying job and who have the ability to save some money on the side please do it please please do it because you will thank yourself for it after the expensive cars the new heels the this or that like i promise you you will not need that when it comes down to it you won't you won't want it you're gonna wish you didn't have that you're gonna wish you had your money in the bank because like i said that is you having your own back so like i have done recently um I, I would just advise that you look over your habits and that you're honest with yourself and you call yourself out and you stop avoiding your bank statements because like that's really just screwing yourself over. You have to be able to face yourself. Some of the applications that I've used to kind of get a hold of my finances are every dollar. It's a free application that basically uh, forces you to budget your monthly income to the dollar. And then when you spend money, you track it. For example, I, I sponsor a child, so that's $38 a month. I budget $38. Once I get charged for that, I put in that I spent $38, right? So that it equals out. But if I don't, if I end up spending over, it'll go into red and it'll tell me like you're this much over budget or you're this or that. So it forces you to see like where you are allocating your money and you know it keeps you accountable. And I have the app on my phone, so... It just happens immediately. I actually invested $100 for the year so that it syncs up to my bank account so that I could just drag everything. As soon as I spend something, it's just there. I don't have to like manually input it, but that's obviously not necessary if you just have a little extra time and just put in your expenses and whatever. Another one that's good is called uh, Capital with a Q, Q-A-P-I-T-A-L. And what it does is that it rounds up every dollar from like every single purchase let's say you spent 250 it'll round it up to three and then the 50 cents will go into like the savings account that's in the application it gets deducted from your checking and it just goes away into this app right so like if you delete the app and you don't even check to see how much money you have in it you will not even know and like little by little it's like adds up adds up adds up and you could make it really easy to save up for a trip or for whatever it is that you want so those are two applications that I've used that are pretty good. I've used Mint before. I personally didn't pay attention to what it said. I don't know what it was about the application that just did not seem appealing to me or, you know, prompt me to make any financial changes in my life. So every dollar has been the only one that has helped me and it's really helped me reshape the way that I look at money. And I think that it'll be helpful for you too. I hope this wasn't too ranty. <laughs> if it was it's just because 
yo, like this has been running through my mind for the past few days and I'm just like, oh my God, I hope nobody else is in this position. And if they are, like I need to yell from the rooftops and tell them that they need to pay attention now and like, you know, shift the way that they spend their money now so that they don't find themselves in my position in the future. If there's any applications that you like or if there's any tips that you have, please share them with me. I would love to share them on my platform and with the people that I know. I feel like money is something that a lot of us don't talk about and we need to be more transparent about it. So this is the perfect time to do that. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm excited to hear about what you think about this. And again, take this all with a grain of salt. I don't know what your financial situation is. I don't know what your priorities are. I don't know what your obligations are. I know that everybody's life is different and I'm very mindful of that. And I'm mindful of the fact that I, in particular, I'm in a good situation so don't, you know, compare yourself to me if you know that, you know, our lives are darkly different. I mean, like I don't have to, you know, pay rent at my parents' house or like give money to my family or anything like that. But if you are in a similar situation as me and you do have money that you can save and you do have extra income that you really don't have any business spending on, you know, crazy material items, then this episode is for you. And again, you know, just please share your your tips and your ideas. I think that it's time that we become way more open about this so that we can spare each other headaches in the future because it seems like a lot of us are going to have to be backing each other up and supporting each other in the future as this housing situation continues to become more and more uh, complex. So, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. We will chat next week that was this week's episode i really hope you all enjoyed it if there's anything you would like to chat about send an email to chats at catlantigua.com and i'll make sure to get back to you you can keep up with me in between episodes by following catlantxo that's c-a-t-l-a-n-t-x-o on twitter and instagram if you haven't yet go to apple Podcasts and subscribe rate and review this podcast i'm sending you all lots of love light and good vibes we'll chat next week